What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Joystick Chronicles podcast. Today, we're talking about Call of Duty's new Operation Monarch. Let's get started. A real thought starter, and uh, oh I don't know if I've ever actually asked you this before. But have you have you ever seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I've never seen one. This is a real Chicago question right here. Yeah, I, literally, never seen it. I live in Chicago, um, in the city. Nothing. Are we just saying that pigeons are fabricated? They're fake. A conspiracy. It, I mean. Chime in if you're watching. Chime in and chat here. But I have, quite frankly, never seen a baby pigeon. And uh, I'm typing it in Google. Yeah. Let me know your thoughts oh, on this. They are the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, I've never seen one in person, but I don't know if they just like don't live. They don't exist. I'm going to Google it as well and see what's going on. Because, quite frankly, ooh. <laughs> um this is interesting i typed in in baby pigeon conspiracy and and of course the first one is birds aren't real birds (laughs) birds aren't real so there's a there's there's actually a youtube video and it's this is a image of a pigeon on day one and then day 28 so like it only takes like a month for them to to look full size i guess i feel like it'd be hard for city pigeons to raise children you know i agree like i've never even seen a nest like you see birds nests all the time i've never seen a pigeon in a nest they're just on the sidewalk (laughs) shitting everywhere and stealing food you know what was the what was the segment that we used to do always at the start not not the uh guessing what my webcam was on or what my macbook was on there was another one um well we did the the um question of the day uh, maybe that's just the question of the day today that that very well could be um but let me tell you it was thinking i've been this has been on my mind for like a while now and i <laughs> it's really just messing with my head something in the middle of the work day that i just think about all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like what the hell i it just bothers me well okay no one's chimed in waiting for Matt Jordan to speak up here and say if he's ever seen a baby pigeon in the wild in Nashville or somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Uh, we'll find out. Um, okay. I have taken us just completely off track here. So let's, immediately, right. Yeah. Just, I, I started this complete derail and I, I know what I'm doing here. So let's get back on track. And uh, you said that there was a topic that you wanted to start with. So let's uh, let's start there. A topic that I wanted to start with was more so an update from last week. It kind of transitions into something else that you're doing. But boys and girls, I've been streaming more. And like I said last week, um, it's going well. But I, the, more, the, the update really is that good old Kevin here has uh, updated my Twitch page. I have. I've got it up on screen right now. Uh, we're going with the whole Tennessee Volunteers fan. Yeah. Everything is UT orange and, you it's know, amazing. And, and smoky gray. Um, but you're, I, I see even from yesterday, from the stream yesterday, you've gained a follower. So 
poggers in chat. Uh, uh, I will. I will shout out. I, now I gotta see. Well, you can, I can't pull it up on my followers unless I go to my Twitch. I've uh, reached out and like asked if I wanted help with titles and uh, now now I'm getting a sorry I'm getting another voice in my ears. Um, <laughs> somebody reached out and wanted to see if I wanted help with banners and stuff, and I was like. That was really, really nice. And yes. also, maybe they just go to, like, people with low follower counts that are streaming live. Honestly. Like, I could do work for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a good way, it's a good way to, uh, to get new clients, that's for sure. I mean, they're, like, I, I remember when we were looking for the, the thumbnail for our YouTube videos, I tweeted out from yeah. the account, and there were, like, five or six different responses. Like, people just... Oh, yeah are out there searching for new business and just grinding. But uh, yeah, I, I turned uh, the Joystick Chronicles branding into Tennessee colors just for your channel because <laughs> like it, my two favorite thing it is just very much on brand for you. So uh, this is what we're rolling with. And uh, you got a good follow clip me. yesterday. So yeah, follow Volsman37 on Twitch. Can we play the clip? Yeah, I can play the clip. Um, I don't know. There's not going to be any sound, but uh, we got the clip rolling right now, but I mean, you were, you were having some fun in Rebirth Island, uh, yesterday and we're going to, yes. we're actually going to dive right into Rebirth after this. Um, but yeah, it's a good start for you. The first couple streams that you've done, you've had what, like five or six viewers each. So yeah, yeah. Something like that. It said, I, I saw an, an average and it was like 1.87 and I yeah. was like, nice, <laughs> it's better nice. Better than most, that's for sure. So, uh, good start to uh, to streaming, and uh, it's definitely fun. We're actually going to jump into a couple games here. Uh, I'm just going to keep this stream rolling, and I'll stream over here on YouTube, and uh, Matt will fire up his stream on Twitch afterwards, and I think Matt's yeah. going to join us for that as well. The second Matt, uh, Stat Matt, for those of you who follow along with us. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're diving into a, a whole new little project here with the streams, so that should be a lot of fun. Before we get into Warzone and Rebirth, can we talk about your project? Like, little update? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Sean, who is a longtime uh, viewer of ours now, uh, is a good friend of mine. He texted me uh, last week. He was like, hey, I want to build a new PC. I have a pre-built now, uh, but I want to build something that's extremely powerful. And I don't really know where to start because I don't know how to build a PC. I said, hold my beer. Let me help you. Um, so I've actually got the, I went to PC part picker and uh, had some fun with this and we really uh. just kind of got after it. Um, so base of the parts we're we were working with a 5950 X and a 3090. And uh, this is not the final list that I've got up on the screen here um, because we did change a couple things out. <laughs> But this is very close. Um, so we went to Micro Center together and, and picked everything out. Um, thousand watt power supply. I've got the Corsair listed on here. Uh, we ended up going with an EVGA because that's what they had in stock at, at Micro Center. Um, Thirty ninety two terabytes of M.2 SSD, uh, sixty four gigabytes of RAM in total, um, thirty six hundred uh, megahertz, and the. Asus ROG Strix X570E gaming nice. motherboard, which is a beast of a motherboard. Um, I took it out of the box. And I was like, damn, this is so much nicer <laughs> than mine. Um, and then the 
NZXT Kraken cooler. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun to build. We we took the the day on Saturday and we, we went first thing when they opened and uh, just spent the day build this PC and then with uh, the case. He was like, I don't really care what case I want. And we were just talking about cases, and uh, I was like, Oh, I was like, this is the case that I want, and I just like showed it to him. And he was like, well, I don't care what case I have. So he was like, how about I just take your case and then I'll just get you that case that you want. And I was like, you really don't have to do that. Um, like, like by all means, I would accept that. Uh, mm-hmm. But do not feel obligated, obligated to do that. I was just I had that listed as more of like a conversation piece because we were talking about it. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, I don't care. He was like, your case is like new enough and, and, it, and it works just fine. So uh, he took my case and I actually pretty much like tore down my entire pc how long did that take you by the way um it was i was probably working on it from like noon to like six o'clock ish built built his pc from scratch and then um took my pc apart and then and then rebuilt it into the new case um so it was a lot of fun. This is the case on screen now. I ended up getting the uh, the Lee and Lee 011 Air Mini, and uh, it is awesome. I love it. It's a lot shorter than the case that I had previously, and there's a lot of airflow within it. Um, so I got an additional fan, and uh, so I've got, you can see here, I've got two fans on the front, one fan on the back of exhaust. There's two fans up top, and then the radiator. Uh, I'm guessing, the- did the fans come with the case? Uh, it came with just like no RGB, just like regular case fans. Um, so the two fans that I have on the top are the case fans. Um, and then I took the the RGB um, NZXT Air fans that I had and put those in the front. Um, yeah. And then I've got the, I have a Kraken cooler. Don't mind my face here in the reflection of the, um, <laughs> of the case. But the, the way that this case does the, the AIO mounting is you can mount it on the side and then the back panel of the case has air vents as well. So, um, to definitely have a lot more airflow. And then you can see at the bottom here, um, underneath the graphics card, there's more space for fans as well. So in the future, I can even add more fans and make it look even more pretty. So I'm, uh, I'm pumped about it. It's a, it's a hell of a case and it's, uh, it's always fun to build computers. I, I had a lot of fun it with is it. Fun. And I was talking to a couple of coworkers. I had told them um, what I, what we had done. And he was like, one of them said that his brother actually does some work. I'm like, he'll just like th- throw an offer out on Facebook marketplace and tell people like, Hey, give me your budget and I'll go to micro center, buy everything, build it all for you. And then you just pay me with X amount of margin or whatever. And I was like, that could be a lot of fun. I would could do that. Absolutely do that because I just enjoy like building the computers and I just, I get a kick out of doing that. There's, I feel like there's increased demand for it. I like to see some numbers behind that, but that's oh, there, there, there absolutely is my, uh, my cousin did that and he just like built all of his friends, their computers. Like yeah. he's built like six or seven, just like, yeah, it's fun. So he just, does it it's cool when you have friends that are like, Hey, I've got a lot of money for a budget for a computer and I want you to build it for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I know what I, I know what I want, but I also don't know how to get there. Well, let me help you. And uh, it was that. fun. So PC is up and running and it's, uh, it's working. We tested it here 
and uh, then he took it home and uh, there was actually an issue with the, the boot drive but that was i think just from transferring it from his old pc to the new one um because yeah. we, we took his old ssd out and put it in the back and kept that on the boot drive and then i think he actually transferred it to the new ssd and somewhere in there the, the boot drive got corrupted um so he ended up going back to micro center uh on sunday or monday mm-hmm. and and had them take a look at it and fix it but uh Ultimately, it uh, is now running and it is an absolute machine um, just pumping out frames in Warzone. Uh, he had a, he actually had an issue with Vanguard where he couldn't get any more than 60 frames in Vanguard. And I asked him a ton of questions of just trying to help him troubleshoot it. And he was like, I have checked everything. There are no frame rate caps. It's just something that is happening and I can't figure out a solution. Um, so Take it to micro center. <laughs> yeah. But now the, the new PC has solved that problem. So uh, he doesn't have to worry about that anymore, which is a very nice thing. That's for sure. What did he, did he sell his old one? Uh, yeah, he's working on it. So if anybody actually wants to buy a pre-built PC with a 3060 Ti in it, um, there is one for sale and you can hit us up on Twitter at the joystick pod and I can help you get in touch with him to facilitate a sale. Would be cool. Yeah. Um, Happy to throw that offer out there. And, and I was actually, I was offer, I was going to um, offer it up to some of my coworkers. So I'd asked him like about shipping. Yeah. Um, he was like, as long as somebody's willing to help pay for shipping, he's more than welcome to, to ship it pretty much anywhere it needs to go to. So if you're listening, there is a PC available. Uh, just let us know if you are interested. Um, those are all of our fun uh, life updates. Just for us, but uh, let's go to some gaming headlines. What do you think? Yeah, I, I love it. I've got one here that's not really actually gaming related. It was just kind of dumb and funny and like just me being a Marvel nerd. I thought it was cool. Um, in Italy, there has been a statue erected of Iron Man. Why are you laughing? Get your head out of the gutter. I just there's nothing. No, there's no head out of the gutter. I just think you're funny because you're a nerd. That's yeah, all. OK. Um, so they have created a statue and I just say they I have no idea who did this, uh, but there's a statue. It's, it's titled Man of Steel, which I don't really like because Man of Steel is Superman, which is DC. So it's like, why? Yeah. Why can't you just call it Iron Man? But it's uh, it, it's in Italy to honor Tony Stark's death in the uh, Marvel comic universe. So, so I just thought it was cool. Which is you have funny timing because I uh, my wife has been gone, but she worked the weekend and then she is back in funny enough and she's back in Chicago. Um, but uh, I randomly decided to go back and watch the first Iron Man for no reason. Yes, I love that. <laughs> you sh- you honestly should watch all of the Marvel or Marvel movies in order. I am so linear that like I would force myself to do that within like a one to two day, three day span, and I just like can't get myself to spend all of my free time doing it. You, so, you literally can't do it in that short amount of time. Well, okay. <laughs> There's like 25 I've already movies. Seen, I've already seen some of them, so I don't need to watch every single one. No, that's what you... Order. It, yeah, you should. It, so you don't necessarily do it in release date order. You should do it in... I know, chronological. In the chronological, timeline. yes. And you get a whole, a whole new uh, 
view on the Marvel comic universe when you do that. I, I really enjoyed it. Christy did too. She loved it. Um, so I highly recommend it. If you haven't actually watched all the Marvel movies through, do it. X-Men's another interesting one. Technically they're Marvel, but they're kind of outside of the MCU. Um, they kind of just live on their own. Uh, but those are another one to watch in chronological order, which that one is not as easy to do there's a little bit more of an interpretation there uh but we did that as well and i enjoyed it <laughs> by the way matt said birds are robots birds are robots and he said stat matt matt stat i don't know about birds in general but pigeons are robots with <laughs> cameras in their eyes because they're i've never seen a, a baby pigeon um okay we, we're gonna get completely off course again um Marvel. Oh, okay. This is a headline that we just like haven't talked about, but has been top of mind for me for sure, because I'm on Twitter constantly. And for those that have been paying attention to, to life at all, I've paid attention because Elon Musk bought Twitter and it has been, I put on our, on our show log for me and Kevin, it's Elon Twitter extravaganza is what I <laughs> titled it. $44 billion. Just think about that. Like what? The cost of free speech, my friend. That's it's actually insane. Honestly, like I think it would actually be really interesting just to well, I think it will be really interesting to see some of the changes that will come along with this. Obviously, obviously it's gonna take some time for anything to happen. Um people are mad. Yeah. People are happy. Yeah. Polarizing. They're, yeah, he's a very polarizing figure. I think it's really gonna be interesting to see what comes to life because of this um but what honestly one of like the and i don't remember exactly who said it but one thing that i read actually on twitter um that i thought was a really interesting idea was to rethink the verification process and not necessarily just do verification by how they're doing it now where it's Mm -hmm complete crapshoot you have to apply for it and whatever their decision is is whether or not you get verified you have to have popularity contest I feel yeah, like. essentially you have to have like x amount of uh percentage of followers uh within like the certain category that you're tweeting about like it's if you've ever read the verification requirements that twitter provides they're very black or very gray there's no black and white in there so it's, it's really interesting um but the, the concept that i had read about was just verify everybody who can verify their identity so people aren't hiding behind a dummy account or a account that doesn't have an actual picture of them like verify you're a real person so it's not a bot and you can only have one verified account and that's like you do that and Hmm. me myself as kevin anderson and verified it because I'm able to verify my identity. So it gives a little bit more of it, it, it provides a little bit more uh, accountability on the internet, which there currently is none. Um, so I thought that was a really interesting concept. And then you could for different like companies or like personalities, like you think use this podcast as an example. If we were to get big enough to, to have be in the verification discussion, um, you have maybe a different verification symbol than Mm. the actual person. Uh, And just rethinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I feel like, I feel like right now it is, um, 
not a what was I going to make the point of? It's not necessarily that it's a popularity contest, but that's an interesting thought because um, I feel like it's just they give credibility to it. I I feel like there's a lot. Well, okay, I'm gonna go back and just say that I think the inner workings need a lot of uh, of uh, review, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Elon is uh, basically getting at. That um, I think there's a lot of bias uh, within Twitter and. You know, it's a private organization, but Elon said, screw that. I'm buying it and I'm making I'm making things public and I'm making things more balanced. So uh, that's that's me being very vague because I think there's a lot of political aspects of this that I don't want to get into. But yeah, I mean, there's nowadays, especially there's politics in in literally everything. Yeah. And uh, there will always be. The politics discussion around acquisitions like this um but it's just it's gonna be anyway i'm, I'm excited elon, to see how this pans out you know it's so funny because there's i feel like there's the most transparency of any like ultra rich person on the planet like elon is hilariously transparent and that he just like will tweet <laughs> like, yeah like no other billionaire bill gates isn't getting on twitter going like yeah, I acquired whatever this company and here are my ideas for it. Like, no, no. Elon was talking shit about Bill Gates on Twitter just yeah, right? because, because he just doesn't care. <laughs> and then my favorite was earlier this week. Uh, he had Elon had tweeted something about the Twitter acquisition and Mr. Beast responded and said that. Um, all or exactly. I forget exactly what it was. It was like. If you die randomly, oh, his tweet, Elon, Elon was like, his tweet was like, if I die mysteriously, you know, where, like, you know why it's happening. Yeah. And Mr. Beast responded and was just like, if you die, can I have all of Twitter? And Elon (laughs) just responds, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And there are news articles about that. Like, seriously. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Like he just spent how much? What was it? Was 44 billion. 44 billion on Twitter and he's just like out here come <laughs> fucking around a little bit, you yeah. know? Yeah. He just, he just doesn't care. And uh, that uh, said separation of everything and state. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's right. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what he said? Here's, I'll leave it at this. Uh, Elon basically tweeted, just said um, in, in order for free speech to, to work or something like that, just said, you need to make 10% the, the most extreme, 10% of the left and most extreme 10% of the right unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's, uh, that leaves it at like the majority middle, yeah. mostly silent middle. The, the silent majority is the ones in the middle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which so, makes for a very interesting place on the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, so let's go, let's go into, um, I want to go into one more um, non like, kind of like non-gaming thing and then we have a very exciting gaming headline to talk about we did not talk about the nfl draft at all and the only thing that i want to point out because we i don't want to spend too much time on it mm-hmm. uh the bears drafted a former ball bayless jones yes i know you i know you're very excited about that boy. you know it's fun having a crossover where like your your team's actually like drafted somebody from one of your te- like my main team is always going to be Tennessee. So 
I'll, I'll follow players that go into the league. So seeing the Bears, whereas like I'm more of a, I would say I'm a fair weather Bears fan. I call myself that just because I I don't follow as religiously as I do for Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, though, it's just fun to like have that kind of crossover. So, um, anyway, he runs a four three forty, and he's doing. Did you see some of the? Um, I don't know. There's a couple like articles or something about him, and he came dressed in a suit for rookie rookie day or something. I don't know. He brought his own, uh, brought his own whiteboard. Look good, feel good, play good. I love that. That's a good mindset to have. Um, yeah, rookie minicamps going on right now, and uh, I just I love watching all the pictures of the rookies because it's like, who's that guy? It's like I have no idea who the person is until training camp rolls around. And honestly, now that I'm not working in the industry, it's like it's gonna yeah. just take even longer for me to realize who these yeah. people are. Um, so it's like, oh man. So he's like 25. So <laughs> yeah, I think the average age of the Bears draft class was like 23 or 24 or something. He's the oldest wow. one in the draft class. Oh yeah. He, so he was a, he was like a senior grad transfer from Southern Cal to, to Tennessee. And then he got a COVID year. Yeah. I was going to say, wasn't he a super played, senior? He played a year. He, he was a super senior and then he played one more year. So he was like six years in college and then went pro but he wouldn't have he probably wouldn't have gone pro if he didn't come to tennessee because he wasn't he was mainly a specialist for usc yeah but hypel got him like a thousand over a thousand yards so there you go bears bears yeah it's going to be uh an interesting season for the bears um i i really don't have very many expectations um with the uh, new coaching staff, new uh, new GM, this is the year where you just kind of figure out what your pick looks like in the first round after not having a first round pick for the last like three or four years, and you just call it a wash. Um, you don't have any risk of getting fired because everybody just really understands that the expectation is to suck. It's a rebuild. I hate that so much. Oh yeah, out of year but- Tennessee was in rebuilding. That's what it is. Maybe, uh, maybe they can turn it around quickly and at least be competitive next year. But uh, I will continue to not keep my hopes up. Hold your breath. Yeah, that's that's what I'll do. I won't Don't hold my breath. breath. Yeah. Um, one other point before we wrap up the draft, I was just very impressed uh, with Ryan Poles, who's the new GM. Uh, he ended up turning six picks into eleven picks by the end of the draft. Uh, so. If he's done anything good in his first couple months, uh, I would say that is it because uh, you need draft capital to be able to uh, to bring in good talent. And uh, he definitely did that. And I the draft was very interesting this year for it was my first year being out of uh, being out of working in the NFL. So I just like really didn't pay much attention to it. But uh, it was need a break from it. Yeah, it's nice to to have a break. Um, well, okay, let's transition to actual gaming headlines, and I want to see if you can pull this up, but if you haven't heard of Unreal Engine 5, oh. you should hear about Unreal Engine 5. I've heard about it. I'll pull it up. I've got it right here. Um, there's, uh, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, so there was a video leaked from, it's, it's Unreal Engine 5, so this is in a game engine um and you literally cannot tell i'm playing it on screen right now this looks like real life this looks like you're at a train station and the lights go out like this is in a game 
in the fact that we're questioning whether or not this is real is so exciting for the future of games that are going to be on Unreal Engine 5. And I think the what game is it that we were talking about most recently? Is it The Witcher that's supposed to be on Unreal Engine 5? There, there's Kevin, a couple games that are already slated to be on this engine, and it's just going to continue to grow. Kevin, I'm going to need you to go type in Unreal Engine 5. I'm going to need you to click on the website, like on stream right now. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Because now I'm questioning reality again. I've been on this website before. I'm so, whoa. I mean, the video on Twitter is nuts. But wow. Oh, my God. So my question is, is Unreal Engine 5 just the engine that like, like you could put Call of Duty on Unreal Engine? How does that work? I don't like I don't know. the the. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, so it's just, so it's owned by epic games actually oh um and it's essentially just like an open like anybody can build on an unreal engine uh like you and i can create an account download the software and build a world within unreal engine they have it open to anybody uh and it's really the big game developers who can take the most advantage of this but like there's definitely other uh use cases for this like you think about like architecture firms of like building out like urban planning like you can do that in this like there's so many use cases for this but for scroll out by the way or like try to scroll down oh yeah like this is it it looks real like this looks like drone footage taken in new york city this is unbelievable this is in a game engine like the future of games just in general because of technology like this is phenomenal could you imagine gta 6 on unreal engine 5 exactly what i'm thinking of right now yeah people are like our parents are gonna think that there's like robberies (laughs) you know like if it's gta played on on unreal engine they're gonna be like is that real like we're gonna have a problem between reality and gaming this picture that i have on screen right now of this couch is not real that's not a real picture i'm gonna go full screen it's it's phenomenal oh my god and it like there's so many use cases for this okay talk about also i'm gonna go conspiracy theory just for five seconds the amount of manipulation and propaganda things that could happen (laughs) (laughs) of terrifying portraying reality but it's not actually reality that's i didn't think about that but yeah (laughs) every unreal engine 5 video posted to twitter should have an an unreal engine 5 watermark across it (laughs) yeah please uh yeah good point so it's well in in a lot of people have said like is it bad that we're now getting to a place where you're looking at a video like this and you can't tell the difference between what's reality and and what's not think about taking vr into unreal engine 5 and you're getting essentially lost in in vr you think people ready player one is a great example of this if you've ever seen that movie Um, actually if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it it's a good movie uh especially for uh for gamer nerds like us um but it's 
the concept of having a completely different life in VR in the metaverse yeah. and all of that, like being in a world like that, people could totally get lost in that. I mean, people get lost in gaming already. Mm-hmm. So there's, I think with anything, I think there's some, uh, some, some skeptics, um, but for the right use cases, uh, there is a huge potential for this and it's already being used. Um, it's been out for a little while now, but the fact that like now these videos are coming out of like, you literally can't tell the difference is wild. That's so nuts. Um, well, let's transition. Let's, yeah. let's go into, we were going to talk about it and we hinted at it, but let's go into a little bit more Warzone. I want to start off with just a headline and then I want to go into some more like actual Warzone rebirth, some of that stuff. Hit me with it. Uh, Joe Woe announced his tourney. Now, I know you know more about this, so I'm going to let you go into it. But uh, I just I just like my man Joe Woe. I've been feeling like I've been feeling like Joe Woe the last couple of days. So I'm going to be honest. I love that comparison. Anybody who's like moving well and playing well and like has <laughs> has great movement. They're like, oh, I feel like the movement king. I feel like Joe Woe. Like he but, has he's developed his own awesome. brand That's around brand. that, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he announced the Battle for the Crown 2, which is his second iteration of a, a Warzone tournament that he's throwing in partnership with Call of Duty, um, sponsored by uh, WD Black. And I think this is actually a very interesting take on a Call of Duty tournament, and I love it. I think it's completely reimagines your traditional kill race. Uh, it's actually going on right now. Um, I had I had his stream up earlier. He's playing, um, but it's three weeks. Um, so week one is ground loot weapons only you can you can get a loadout for the perks but you cannot use your loadout guns so you have to keep whatever like ground loot guns you're using throughout the entire match and give me the gold folk yeah yeah seriously (laughs) i think fries um but it's on caldera best of five kill race um so you're paired up with uh another duo in quads traditional kill race um but it's best of five a lot of tournaments do best of three i think best of five is is uh is an interesting way to do it and i actually do like it uh it'll definitely extend the um duration of these of the rounds of the tournament but uh i think just for the sake of you know like especially when you're doing it in pubs you just never know like if there's somebody gets a bot lobby or something like spread it out Share the wealth yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, so best of five, ground loot only is week one. Week two is opposite inputs. So if you play on controller, then you have to use mouse and keyboards and vice versa, which that's wild is hilarious. And I think there are going to be some people who very much succeed. Um, I feel like the mouse and keyboard players are actually probably the ones that may may excel at this because you a lot of the the professional COD players started playing Call of Duty early, and a lot of those games were on console and yeah. controller, so they have that background of using controller for those. Um, yeah, but I'm curious to see how the controller players fare in uh, in week two, and then week three is just standard elimination race, full on 
everybody's going to be playing cracked out of their minds because they can use whatever guns they want on their traditional input. And that's going to to finish everything off. So you get two weeks so if you kind of have to figure out your way through it. And uh, and if you play well, great. But uh, week three, kick things off or uh, wrap things up with your just traditional kill race. Uh, but I, I thought this was a really interesting way to reimagine a tournament. And, and I like it. And so I was actually watching it today. Um, and I've got a picture up of the of his Nightbot response of just the format. So week one, like I said, ground loot only. You can get your loadout just for perks and tacticals. Um, that's it. Single elimination, best of five. And it's it's that simple. Um, it's just the fact that you can't play like you traditionally play adds that little wrinkle. Wild. I love it. It's a uh, it's uh it's making people more well rounded. On oh, their skills. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They're just leaning on their uh, their loadouts. Absolutely. I love it. It uh, really shows the true talent of uh, some of these guys, because even when they're just strapped with uh, only being able to use ground loot guns, they're still putting up 20, 30, 40 kills. It's like, yeah, these guys are the best of the best. Absolutely nuts. Um, OK, now going from from Joe O's tournament talk. Let's talk a little bit more about Warzone. Um, let's see. What was the next thing I wanted to go into? I think, honestly, we could, we could go straight into uh, this Godzilla timeline kind of stuff. Yeah, we, tomorrow. We kind of talked about it last week, but dive a little bit more into it. Well, we I feel like we've talked about it the last couple of weeks because yeah. they've been teasing it for so long. Uh, but tomorrow is officially the Operation Monarch in-game event of Godzilla versus Kong. So, um, you know what time? I don't know. It doesn't say exactly what time. Usually it's like a noon Eastern type deal uh, for these live events. So it'll probably be in the middle of the day. Um, so we'll, we'll see. It'll, if I don't see it in here uh, in this article, I've got up, we'll obviously know that for sure tomorrow. So we'll, we'll tweet about it and remind everybody. Um, but it's, this is so interesting. I, I, I touched on this last week after your, when your Wi-Fi went out that like, this is just like such a cash grab just like completely because they've got the Godzilla skin out. The Kong skin, I believe comes out tomorrow. I would imagine. Um, and then if you buy, there's like another tracer pack for the, and, and there's a, there's a third, um, uh, skin or uh, i don't know whatever's in the in the store packs if you buy all three you get the the mastercraft owen gun it's the only way to get it i was like come on that's so dumb (laughs) um but they're really kind of playing into the godzilla versus kong storyline so much so that in this deserto article they have the stats for godzilla and kong i think this is really weird if I'm being honest, like Call of Duty is putting these out in the world and it's like, what, what are they? It has. So it has their Godzilla's height at 393 feet His known attacks, which is heat ray breath, tail swipe and dorsal slice. His tail length is 582 feet. Top tail swipe speed is 89 miles an hour. Are we uh, doing like betting on this or something? Like, I don't know, but like they literally have stats. So weird, and it just gets it gets weirder and weirder. Like his underwater cruising speed is forty to fifty knots. The volume of his roar is one hundred and seventy four decibels. The volume of his blood, so his blood volume is five hundred and thirty thousand gallons. The strength of his Hell bones, and weird, and the heat ray energy yield. 
which is 315 trillion joules. It's like you are grasping here. Where are you going with this? Where you know? where does this play in any sort of Call of Duty storyline? And in Kong's measurements, he's like just a little bit lower in everything. So it's like, okay. No, it's also just like, who cares? Yeah, like the, no the rest of the community, when you're losing 60 million year over year uh, active players and you're putting out measurements for King Kong, people are like, shut up. Just fix your game. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, go build Modern Warfare 2. Like, this is, this is what you're focusing on. You're dono walling a uh, fucking Owen gun behind three packs that you have to buy in conjunction and spend like $70 on. Yeah. It's like, let's, let's think about our priorities here. Reevaluate. Put our efforts into Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2, and let's make this a banger. Uh, and stop releasing stats of Godzilla and Kong to uh, to uh, media companies. Honestly, at this point, just throw the interns on uh, on um, like f- finishing out COD Warzone like this this round, and put everybody <laughs> yeah. important on Modern Warfare Two. Who's going to take this Trello board? I don't know. Give it to the intern. <laughs> you know, the, the Trello boards that they've got that shows what they're uh, they're working on at any given time in terms of like uh, updates to the game and all that. Yeah. yeah. Throw the interns on it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why they're they're doing this. This is just dumb. So I'm curious to see what this actually comes to life as tomorrow. Um yeah. I'm going to watch it just because I'm interested. I'm not, I'm probably not going to play. I'll probably throw in somebody's stream. I actually think Cloaksy, Nick Merckx and Tim, the tap man are going to be streaming Warzone all together tomorrow just for this, uh, just for this event. So yeah, that'll be a nice little blast from the past and I'll probably watch them. But like, this is dumb. (laughs) Take me back to Warzone modern warfare season two or three Man, to the haunting okay. of Verdansk. Those were the days. Give yeah. me back the haunting of Verdansk. And I don't give two shits about this, uh, operation monarch Godzilla versus Kong. What when do I, it, I just want to play rebirth. Thanks. And what's so interesting too, is just like Godzilla. When was Godzilla versus Kong released? Dude, I don't know. Is there a new movie? Is that, that's probably why they're doing this. Yeah. Uh, the most recent Godzilla vs. Kong is not that new. Uh, the official trailer was released on January 24th of 2021. And the movie released... Where's the date here? It was in 2021. March, March 31st of 2021. We're so weird. We're a whole year behind schedule. Why is this yeah, happening now? If you're doing like a promo for Godzilla versus Kong and you're doing a partnership there, yeah, you got to be way ahead of this. You can't be a year behind. Just the, the dude, oh, this just goes back. It just, I don't know this it's speculation, but it just still feels like, you know, they kind of scrambled on, they were trying to do something new or make the new map or whatever when they dropped Caldera and then they, then they dropped Caldera. And it, I remember, remember how long they pushed back the new map and then they yeah. did uh verdansk 84 or whatever yeah everybody's like this sucks yeah there was like, like just the, back. the bomb was about to blow up verdansk and then it was like freeze frame is it, this was the epitome of like a 90s movie where it's like oh i bet you imagine or bet you want to know how i got here let me tell you and then everything you reverses remember? that was do the event 
It was so dumb. Do you remember? I predicted that. I was like, watch them do this. It was like, so dumb. Uh, so, Godzilla versus Kong tomorrow, probably around noon Eastern. We'll see. Check I, it out. I check it out. Not an ad, or don't because it's probably really gonna be dumb. <laughs> check it out. Don't check it out. I don't care. Check it out to see how dumb it is. I'm gonna check it out so I can probably get a good laugh. Like, watch this end up being like a movie announcement, like Godzilla versus Kong two, and it's in game. I'm like, no. Dumb. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. We're going to watch the movie within Call of Duty because <laughs> nobody wants to play in Caldera. Maybe you can watch a movie at it. You know? Because we've lost all of our player base. Let's get them back. <laughs> they're, they're, and show. We're going to show Godzilla versus Kong at peak. That's their <laughs> own metaverse is watching a movie within movie premieres. It's, it's a new business model, actually, with uh, now, now that Activision's go into microsoft their new business model is actually uh movie premieres within the map um can we talk about not not them anymore can let's, we talk let, about, let's uh, talk about what we've actually been having fun with and uh i want to talk about rebirth island because actually like a blast at, yeah at it i've been it, having a lot of fun it, just a month ago i was like so full on elden ring and i just didn't care about call of duty at all um and I I dove back into it a little bit, and I've been enjoying it. Back in. Yeah, you got me back into it, and it's pretty much rebirth or bust for me at this point. I a couple games of Caldera that we've played, I've really like. I want it. I want to enjoy it, and yeah. I go into it, and it's just like, no, it's not that fun. It's really slow. It's still, I don't know. It's it's not my thing. So rebirth it is and we've been enjoying it so i want to hear from your perspective and uh if you keep tuning in with us here tonight you can see uh some gameplay live uh i want to hear what you're using what guns you you enjoy using on, on rebirth and uh what's what's your personal meta what have you been feeling it's rebirth or bust and it's bio or bust um <laughs> yeah, we don't pretty, land anywhere else <laughs> yeah, regardless if the circle is like halfway down the map it's pretty much just like we don't even mark it on the map anymore so yeah we'll go to bio and just rotate it's fine whatever <laughs> chem or decon next you know yeah uh prison roof um actually like literally today i discovered the volk and it's not that i it's not that i discovered it i should say it's more so that like i had picked up the gold gun and used it before and i was like this is nice this is fun I like this. this. Is nice. Yeah, my problem. And, uh, my problem with the Volk is that I don't have it fully leveled up. It's like level twenty three right now, so it's just not viable to use at that point. So what I need to do is find them, like the good ones on the ground, and just keep those and use them the entire game, so I can level it up. Because there's a, a loadout that uh, I'll pull it up. This was I know the one that you were talking about too. That this is where you want to get to, because uh, apparently this is really good, and it's the uh, it's essentially like the FFAR strafe meta equivalent uh to to warzone now the the one the ground loot one the gold uh volk i was talking about though it is a 40 round mag and this is 60 so like what i was noticing with the 40 and this is my only problem with it and we're like contesting right now is that it's so powerful and also like the um they've known sight speed and mobility is just nuts yeah but the problem is it's a 40 round mag and I've been using the Owen gun, which smacks, but it has more recoil. Um, but with the Owen gun, it's like a 60 round 
uh, drum too. And so, like, uh, if I'm getting it, I could get into a fight with an entire team of three and kill kill all three just with the own gun and not have to switch guns. We kind of figured out that the Volk with the 40 round really only like you're killing two and you got to switch your gun for the third. And a lot of times if I have the Volk out, like I've been mo- doing a, like a, like Joa doing my best Joa impression. <laughs> if I'm doing the movement it's really hard to switch guns in between when you're like that level of movement is, is just a lot. Like you have to really be good at like efficient at hiding behind stuff while yeah. you switch guns. If yeah. you can. So yeah, uh, it, there's anyway. a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of map knowledge that goes into that too of being able to well, move like, around objects like that. I'm really good at that, but the only problem is for me, it's more so like a flow. Like mm-hmm. for me right now, like so, I dropped my first 15 kill game I think in Rebirth ever yesterday or two days ago. A couple 13s, couple 10s, 12s. Like I've been putting up a lot for me recently. Uh, and I have a really good flow going on with my movement. And if I if I play with it too much, like I'll I'll mess that up, and then I'll have to like get used to it again. You know? Yeah, I've been uh, really high on the XM4 and the Cold War AK. Switch Dude. those. I switch those two out like hotcakes. Once again, like you already you're pointing to right now is just that like there's we've talked about it before. But there's there's more balance in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Like my my loadout is the growl with no sight as my main AR. That's like the original OG <laughs> Warzone meta. And it beams. It's crazy. And then, uh, well, mainly the Owen gun. But I'm trying the Volk right now as my sub. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I'm I'm curious once I actually get the Volk leveled up if I can use that as my main AR and then put, throw the well gun on there too because i've been cold war ak or xm4 with the wild gun and i really like the volk you would have to put like you'd have to do the 60 but you'd have to make it less i don't know less less mobility yeah i i'm curious i'm gonna a little bit less mobility for more accuracy long range yeah i'm gonna test it out and that's one of the things too with with rebirth is that you're really not playing long range it's it's like medium to short so if you can get away with it awesome then you've got then you're really moving and grooving um, and you're in, you talked about that flow and you can really find it there. So I, I'd be mm-hmm. I'd curious to test it out. I will at some point, but uh, the gun's not leveled up yet. So I'm going to stick at least for now with that, with the cold war AK that's been the a one and uh, XM four is fun too. Um, those are the two right now. I just, it's wild. Cause you're still using like VLKs, right? On those like longer, longer range sites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm using like the the VLK equivalent to the the Cold War guns. Um, I don't remember exactly what it's called. It's like the two and a half time scope. Uh, yeah. But yeah, those are those are what I'm using on those. But for those that want a blast from the past, go use the Growl because it's no beams. It has no like you don't need a sight. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's not as powerful as it used to be, which was it was insane on <laughs> on Vertansk. It was. It it was it was nuts. It's still fun to use, though. Um, yeah, and you can still shred people with it. So highly, highly recommend testing that out. Um, but yeah, we've got... We're going to jump into uh, a couple games here. And Matt's going to fire up his stream over on Twitch, so make sure you uh, you follow him there. It's uh, twitch.tv slash volsfan37. And uh, I'm going to take a little quick break here, get the game loaded up, and we'll just continue right on here 
on the on the YouTube channel for uh, for the Joystick Chronicles. So it's gonna be fun. Uh, first time doing this, rolling into uh, just a stream right after. And uh, if this is something that you guys enjoy, uh, let us know. Um, but if you're here with us on YouTube, we'd love it if you uh, subscribed. And if you're listening uh, anywhere, you get your podcasts. Uh, also subscribe there. Feel free to leave a review and uh, follow us over on Twitter at the Joystick Pod. So it's been a fun one so far today, and uh, we're going to keep this rolling. But thank you guys for joining us, and uh, we will see you in the next episode.